Could Turning Beaches Green Fight Climate Change? That story and more on H2O Radio's Weekly News Report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Forests have been getting shorter and younger over the past 50 years, and that could have broad impacts on global ecosystems. A new study from the Pacific Northwest National Laboratory shows that through clear-cutting, rising global temperatures, and more frequent wildfires, droughts, and wind damage, older and taller trees are being decimated, and the decline is likely to continue. Younger trees that would take their place aren't growing taller due to rising temperatures that limit photosynthesis, and increased droughts are making the plants more vulnerable to attacks by insects or pathogens. The conditions create a vicious feedback loop because when old trees are harvested or die, they release carbon into the atmosphere. The new smaller ones have less capacity to remove CO2, leading to more warming. Also, young trees are less hospitable for many species of animals, insects, and plants that rely on them for shelter. One scientist not a part of the study, told The Guardian that forests we already have need to be allowed to grow to maturity because they hold huge potential to capture carbon. Another expert said that the best way to protect the world's forests is to stabilize the climate by quickly driving fossil fuel emissions to zero. A nonprofit wants to turn the tide on climate change by turning beaches green. A group called Project Vesta plans to spread ground-up olivine over the sands of a Caribbean beach. Olivine is a green volcanic mineral. When rain falls on the olivine, it dissolves, triggering a chemical reaction that pulls carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere and into the water as a molecule called bicarbonate. According to Fast Company, the idea is to speed up a natural process that normally takes place very slowly over geologic time. Tom Green with Project Vesta says by grinding up olivine and then spreading it on beaches where waves can break it down, they're basically helping to accelerate nature. In the water, marine organisms use bicarbonate to build shells, and it will eventually end up as limestone on the ocean floor. The hope is that the process will also fight ocean acidification. Past studies have theorized that the process works, but up until now, no one has actually applied it on beaches. But as Reuters reports, some see the project as a publicity stunt, which distracts from efforts to cut carbon emissions. Carol Muffet of the Center for International Environmental Law warned that projects like this one would require mining on a scale rivaling the coal industry in order to have a global impact. Climate change could drastically reduce the amount of snow that falls on the central and eastern portions of North America by the end of the century if greenhouse gas emissions are not reduced. A study from the University of Northern Illinois predicts nearly 30% fewer snowstorms per year and an even greater loss in their average size. The lead author of the research said that the snow season will start later and end earlier, and what's considered to be a mild winter now will be among the harshest as 2100 approaches. He added that there will be almost no snowstorms in the southern tier of the U.S. While less snow could save money on snow removal, it could impact water resources, agriculture, hydropower, and wildlife. And it could create a dangerous feedback loop where less reflection of solar radiation off snow leads to more warming. 
On the topic of feedback loops, recent research has shown that global warming is having the effect of making cyclones and hurricanes stronger. Scientists have long predicted that climate change would increase the intensity of storms, but as Science News reports, a new study shows that cyclones may be boosting the amount of heat that ocean currents carry, and that could warm the planet further. Cyclones are speeding up the Kuroshio current in the Pacific Ocean that's similar to the Gulf Stream in the Atlantic. It's a surface current that moves huge volumes of warm water from low latitudes to high ones. That warmer water could then drive stronger cyclones, which in turn could speed up the Kuroshio current in a vicious cycle. The researchers say the same effect could be happening in the Gulf Stream, but they're less clear about the role climate change is playing in the intensification of hurricanes in the North Atlantic. And finally, with COVID-19 restrictions being lifted around the country, many are headed to the great outdoors for some fresh air and to enjoy nature. And while most who venture out will social distance and wear masks, they might be unaware of a threat lurking nearby. Ticks. Ticks don't social distance. To the contrary, they're looking to bite you and suck your blood. And they transmit disease, like Lyme disease, which, if untreated, can lead to serious health issues. Luckily, Lyme disease is treatable with antibiotics, but according to Jory Brinkerhoff at the University of Richmond, the emerging problem now is that Lyme disease shares a number of symptoms with COVID-19, like fever, achiness, and chills. And as he writes in the news site The Conversation... That might make some people skip treatment, thinking they have coronavirus, which could lead to dangerous consequences. Although ticks that carry Lyme disease are mostly in the Northeast and Upper Midwest, the insects live throughout North America and can spread a wide range of diseases, many of which also present flu-like symptoms. For example, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, which can be fatal, is typically associated with a rash. But the rash might not show up until after fever and other flu-like symptoms, so a person might think they have COVID-19. Spotted fevers can also be treated with antibiotics, so quick diagnosis is critical. As with COVID-19, preventative steps are important. To avoid a tick bite, wear long pants, long sleeves, and use repellent. And thoroughly check your skin and hair for the bugs when you get home. That's it for this week in water. We'll see you next time.